Yes. Tubs. Let's just keep it real simple. Do yes. you care about the PS5? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, because it's going to have games that I know I'm eventually going to like need to play. So I like the fact that you do both because you are kind of an anomaly. Oh. Because most people either go console or they go PC, and you go both. Yeah, So baby. I want to know, can Sony price you out of the PlayStation 5? Like price me out, like if they announce that it's too expensive. Like, is there like a fuck that price tag on it that you'd be like, I don't want to play Spider Man that bad? Five hundred dollars, I think for now. You think it's gonna be that low? What? I don't think it's gonna be that high. The PS4 launched at four hundred dollars. Yeah, when back that came in out today. I think it's yeah. gonna be six hundred. I would not get it at launch. I absolutely would not get it at launch if it was 600 I think it's going to be 600 So for those who don't know, the PS5 was revealed, except we the, they've already been weirdly slowly talking about it and just kind of announcing bits and details of it here and there. Like, we already know the exact specs, which I guess is the most important part, but today they announced what it looks like, and it looks like an oyster. <laughs> um or And then they announced a disk drive-less version that looks like an oyster on a diet. Um, digital the digital edition yeah so if you don't want to use blu-ray which is probably the way i'm gonna go because it's probably gonna be cheaper um and what if it's the exact same price (laughs) (laughs) sorry that's stupid that doesn't make sense exactly unless there's a drawback of getting the one with the disc drive um it overheats fatter and uglier (laughs) see i don't mind fat consoles yeah i don't know after the xbox man (laughs) i like that though the huge xbox (gasps) Yes. I mean, right behind your head is the biggest computer I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I ordered the case I wanted. Yeah, yeah. It's finally me. back in stock. Very excited. I think the supply lines were messed up with it. Yeah. Slash, it's an older model, so I think they just didn't make it. Uh, it was from 2019, 2018, I think. Mm-hmm. It's the Fantex P400A. Mm. Got it in white. Of course. I'm excited. It's a mid-sized case. Nice. It's going to be way... Um, more efficient, I think. Yeah. Although this case is great. Yeah. Um, but half the fans don't work. Yeah. So get some better airflow going. Um, so as somebody who has always been mainly console-based, I I don't like... I don't. This is really weird to yeah. say. I don't... I stopped liking console games yeah. once I got a big TV. Because I grew up playing on like a... I don't know. Like a 20-inch CRT. A 20-inch TV. Yeah. My, not even. Like, maybe like an 18-inch TV. Yeah. Like, up through college. <laughs> like, yeah. up through after college. When I graduated college and lived at home with my uh, with my parents, mm-hmm. I was still gaming off of the same college TV that I had from 2006, which mm-hmm. is like a four, like 14, 18-inch TV. So, it was just like propped up right in front of me at the same distance as a PC monitor. Yeah. So, it felt like a PC. Mm. The second I put it on like... The second I got a large size, a big size TV for the Mm -hmm. first time in my life, which was a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't think even. is the first time I got like a TV for myself that was big. Mm -hmm. Even just for myself. I've never bought a TV. So, I bought my first TV and it's a... I think it's a 50-inch Mm-hmm. A forty or fifty inch, one of those. Probably, two. from what I've seen, it's it, it's a it's a it's a nice size. I'll give you fifty. Fifty, okay. Yeah. I when I play games on it, it's almost weird yeah. because it's too big. 
And the viewing angle I have for it in the area it's set up is made for movies and shows. Mm -hmm. So to play games on it, it's super weird to me. And it's actually turned me off of console gaming. That's weird. Is that... Yeah, I was going to say, is that weird or no? That's weird. See, I would love to, like, rent out a theater at, like, a movie theater. Like, the... The House 18 at the Buckland Hills Movie Theater, which is the biggest theater in that building that's not an IMAX. Uh, and, like, plug my PlayStation into that and play God of War on that, baby? Come on. Okay. Let's go. See, like, I'm, like, borderline... Um, when I set up my gaming desk downstairs, I'm borderline thinking about hooking in my Xbox on the desk as well to the same monitor. So I can yeah. just flip back and forth if I want to play a console game. I did... Um I plugged my switch into my computer monitor that I have. Um, and it was, it was really good. <laughs> I was, I wasn't expecting it to be, I wasn't expecting to notice like, wow, the quality on this tiny screen is way better than my, uh, my 50 inch, like 4k TV downstairs. Well, you have refresh rates and all the other shit with computer monitors. Yeah. But I mean, it's just, am I, am I crazy? Am I like really weird for saying that? Like, Big TVs ruined consoles. Ruined is a strong word. <laughs> okay. It left a bad taste in my mouth. It almost seems like you're describing it in a way where it's like it's like using cheat codes in video games. Where you like you you go through that struggle of getting the plane or whatever and you're like, oh finally I got it. But then if you had played that same game and just found out that there's a cheat code that gives you the plane, you're like, Oh, I got the plane. This is boring. It's like <laughs> You suffered through that tiny screen for so long, and now you have this 50-inch behemoth in your living room, and you're like, uh, it's too good now. Is that what it is? Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what you're thinking. Like, I feel like I sit too far away from it. Yeah. So, like, when I do play it, I'm, like, standing in front of my TV. Really? Yeah. Like, when I was playing, when I first got that from my friend Tim, who gifted it to me, the Xbox? Uh, the Xbox. I'm like, what? Yeah, I was um, playing Apex standing up in the middle of the room. That's that's weird. You're so weird, man. <laughs> You're weird, guys. <laughs> the only game that I've pl- played standing up is Ring Fit. Oh, dude, when I play NHL, like, <laughs> when I play NHL against friends, yeah, it's stand-up time. That's such a, like... <laughs> not visceral but that's such a instinctive thing that's happening in your body i also can't sit down when i'm watching a hockey game like a live game yeah i have to stand and i always i always fold my arms and i usually (laughs) will eventually start like kind of like moving yeah like i'll just like be like doing this what i'm doing right now which is like bobbing my head yeah or i'll start like shifting back and forth like you're skating no it's just like i just need to be like I don't know when I get you're into like so it, pumped up. I guess like when I get when I get into it, like I'm into it. Yeah, uh, which is rare because I rarely watch sports anymore live. Yeah, um, and I rarely have the time to just stand there and watch a full fucking game, which is like an hour and a half. Yeah, um, so I just don't. But yeah, it's weird how I just like I don't know. The only game I was able to play mm-hmm. was when the TV was in our bedroom at the last house. Mm-hmm. Before we moved to this one, that TV was in the bedroom right in front of our bed. And I was just like sitting at the end of the bed, like playing Red Dead. Yeah. That was intense because it was like Red Dead taking up my entire field of vision because I was sitting closer to the TV. (laughs) That sounds awesome. 
that's why I love the the whole big TV thing is that it like it fills more of your field of view, so it feels more immersive. And that's why people like curved monitors. And yeah, maybe, maybe that's why. Maybe, maybe it's because I went to a big TV and I went further away from it, so it's harder to see and pick up on it. Yeah, I guess you're seeing a whole room and the the video maybe game that you're why. trying to immerse yourself way over there, versus you're sitting right in front of a monitor, seeing just like a white wall behind it. Yeah, maybe that's why. Maybe yeah. that's why. I don't know. What is too big of a TV? Because I walk into Costco once a week. Yeah, and. Boy, oh boy. Oh, you what, get to walk in and see the... <laughs> when I see some of those TVs and like, oh, dude, when Star Wars, whenever Star Wars came out on Blu-ray and mm. they were playing it, I would just be like, oh, that's a 75 inch, like high definition 4K yeah. QLED, whatever TV for like $2,700. Yep. But oh boy, it looks, I don't think you can look better than that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, my friend who uh, works with me uh, worked at like three movie theaters before working at this company. And he he just loves everything about movies. And he has like a Blu-ray collection of like 130 movies or something like that. Um, and his TV is an 83 inch uh, 4K HDR OLED <laughs> TV. Uh, and he has like a whole like surround sound system and it's like he has a home theater and like that's where we went before uh endgame came out we were re-watching all the marvel movies and we obviously ended with endgame we watched there's one we flipped i think captain marvel came out after infinity war uh, um, yes but we watched captain marvel first and we all got to his house everybody who's doing this marvel rewatch and we watched infinity war on that tv how was it it was like watching in the theater again it was insane <laughs> It's was it like, better than the theater or no? Because um, it was higher definition. It was higher definition. <laughs> it sure was. It was like, it was weirdly gorgeous. Like the scene, the fight scene with like Doctor Strange and Iron Man and Thanos on Titan was like so vivid and colorful and it was like too much for my eyes to take in. Uh, it was incredible. So like you definitely get what you pay for when you get one of those crazy TVs. But you have to get the 4K HDR Blu-ray to go with it. You have to get a really good Blu-ray player, not just a Blu-ray player, but you have to get the ones that, like, outputs, like, you need a Blu-ray player with, like, a good processor to be able to <laughs> watch those movies. That's a full thing. He has, like, a specific HDMI cable that has that much bandwidth that can send that oh, much data back right, and forth. right, right, right. It's right. crazy. Yeah. Like, it's not just you get a big TV and magic, but... It's it's great. He's like even watching like The Office on Netflix is like an incredible experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an immersive thing. Like I'm there. I'm there next to Jim. Oh yeah, my whoa. gosh! Whoa! I feel like he's not just stared into the camera, but into my soul. <laughs> so, is there too big of a TV? No. Okay. So, what is your TV size? Uh, fifty or fifty-five. Fifty or fifty-five. And I sit. It probably sits like the width of your room like uh that's close yeah it's pretty close it's pretty close <laughs> so how much bigger can you go uh, to i don't know fill a wall <laughs> like what's the limit of my wall what's size what's the limit of what you will you're aiming to have i don't know i'm i mean i'm fine with what i have and i uh, money money is the limit <laughs> if they made a 120 inch tv for the same price as a 55 inch like yes 120 inch <laughs> move all of my shelves out of the way <laughs> That wall is not needed anymore. Yeah. 
but also how do I get that into an apartment <laughs> or whatever? That's oh, like a bed that yeah. I'm moving in or bigger. Yeah. My uh, best friend in high school, uh, we would only ever hang out at his house because his dad had a 120 inch TV in their uh, like entertainment room. They had surround sound. They had incredibly comfy couches. And that room was just like an entertainment room. It was that TV. And then they had a foosball table behind us and a ping pong table uh, and like a, a mini fridge and like a microwave. And we would not leave that room for, I, we, I would go over on Friday night and leave whenever my mom demanded that I come home that's, or Sunday. That's a smart play by the parents. It's like they can't be out having trouble if they just don't want to leave this room. Like, no, <laughs> no drugs like, are better than a 120-inch TV. Hey, kids, there's uh, endless soda in the mini fridge. And then there's Doritos up here and yeah. Cheetos. And then if you want in the freezer, there's also like Hot Pockets and hot mini hot dogs um, and pizza bagels that you can put in the microwave downstairs. Have I told you about this Help place yourself. before? No, you haven't. <laughs> you pretty much nailed it. Did I really? Yeah. No, I was just i was just if i was a parent and i i was like i'm gonna make it a crazy entertainment room so my kid and my kid's friends won't be out causing chaos or getting into trouble yeah that's what i would put in there yeah you just missed double stuff oreos <sighs> they'd get like the family pack size of double stuff oreos and if you want kids there's double stuffed oreos and uh, milk for you to dunk them in downstairs please put all your dirty dishes on the tray we'll come pick it up periodically <laughs> no you know we did our own dirty dishes we weren't monsters but i know monsters the one downside of that house that friend's house whole milk they demanded to have whole milk. Whole milk is gross. I'm sorry. Can I? Yes, it's I'm like a, I'm a skim melted milk guy. butter. I'm a skim milk guy. And yeah. can I just say that like, so I've been having lactate. Yeah. Um, because a I found out how bad soy milk is for the environment. Mm. It is horrible. It is like four times per like per container of like if you have a container of soy milk and a container of like lactate or just normal milk. Mm-hmm. The soy milk is like four to eight times worse per container. Yeah. By comparison. So I, 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 ever since I learned about that, I was like, I can't buy soy milk. So I've been buying lactate. Also, when I look at the ingredients, lactate has a lot more shit in it, like vitamins, minerals, more calories, sugar, protein. And I did a, um, TDEE calculation, Mm -hmm. total, uh, daily energy expenditure calculation off a website and, I found out how, what I like the numbers I should be hitting mm-hmm. for maintenance, for cutting, for bulking. And it's like, I'm not even fucking close. It's like, I'm like 140 grams of protein off. You should be eating more? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, how do I eat that much more protein? I was like, I can't. Just chew on bones. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I would need to like, I need to like double my protein smoothies. I need to double my breakfast protein. I need to double my protein at lunch. I need to double my protein at dinner. Are you trying to bulk, right? I'm. That's my maintenance level. You need level. to eat muscle. That's my maintenance level. <laughs> oh, like, to geez. bulk? Oh, my God. My bulk, I think, is like 270. Yeah. So I weigh like 135 on average. Mm. When I'm like really pushing myself, I'm like probably around like 142, 145. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So if I want to go like for, okay, for maintenance, to have a moderate carb, like maintenance diet, mm. uh, my maintenance calories are 2,378 calories per day. And that's 178 grams of protein, mm-hmm. 92 grams of fat, and 208 grams of carbs. That's to just have a moderate carb style. I can do low carb and high carb. If I want to bulk yeah. <laughs> on a moderate carb, 216 grams of protein. Jesus. If I want to do a low carb bulk, 288 grams of protein. 
Can you put that to scale for me? Like, what's a... One egg is six grams of protein. One steak, uh, one piece of chicken is 26 grams. Okay. Like, a chicken thigh is, like, probably 26 grams of protein. So, you need to have 10 chicken thighs a day. Um... A piece of salmon, like a can of sardines is 22 grams of protein or 24 Jeez. grams of protein. Um, protein powder, like I do plant-based protein powder. Yeah. It's about 26 grams of protein per serving. Yeah. Which is two scoops. Yep. Whey protein is, I think, around 32 grams of protein per like two scoops. How much is like a scoop? Half of that. No, but like, uh, <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> How many like tablespoons is a scoop of whey protein? Oh, gee, I don't know. I, I forget the grams. <laughs> Half top. of that. Fuck you. <laughs> I didn't know it. That's, that was. I wasn't two scoops cookie. is this. What's like a scoop? A half of two scoops. <laughs> I was being serious. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that wasn't me. No, yeah, <laughs> she's just. She just that was me being serious. I was like, oh, it's just half of that. It's I just, know that's <laughs> worse that you were serious <laughs> that you were genuinely answering what you thought was such a dumb question. Uh, me. It's basically like a scoop is like two tablespoons. Okay, <laughs> maybe three. That's a lot. Yeah. Um. If I wanted to do 288 grams of protein, yeah, that's a lot for my bulk. Um, and that's that's a low carb. The high carb is only 216 grams of protein, oh, but good. it's 360 grams of carbs. <laughs> that's insane. That's insane. That's a lot of food. That's like when you hear about like Michael Phelps has to have 15 large pizzas a day. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's like, yeah, you hear Zac Efron talks about blending chicken and drinking chicken Ugh. like because he can't chew enough to get that in. For those wondering, if you go to TD. EE, so mm-hmm. Tango Delta Echo Echo, calculator.net, and you, you can input your age, your height, your weight, and the amount you work out. It does a really cool breakdown. Now, it's very generic because you can't get like body caliper measurements yeah. of, of your body fat and stuff, but it bases things off of the catch McCurdle formula, which is widely known to be the most accurate when body fat is provided. And then it goes through like multiple formulas to calculate what is, what you should do. It goes through the GJ Hamwee formula from 1964, <laughs> the BJ Divine formula from 1974, JD Robinson formula from 1983, oh. and the DR Miller formula from 1983. Not it, a fan of the Miller one. Not a fan of the Miller one. I'm no. sorry, not, not a lot of people are. But it goes through that to calculate all this stuff out and it tells you your BMI score, what's a normal weight, underweight, overweight, what's what's obese. It goes through your max muscular potential. Like, what's the weight that you will be at your maximum muscular potential? For me, it's 158 pounds at 15% body fat. Damn. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No. My max muscular potential is 144 pounds with 5% body fat. Most people have no desire to be 5% body fat because that's very difficult and it's un- it can be unhealthy. So I would actually be at 151 pounds at 10% body fat or 158 pounds at 15% body fat. Interesting. So depending on my body fat percentage, I will fluctuate from 144 pounds to 158 pounds. And that is the max muscle I can have on my body. Yeah. Like you... My body cannot produce more than that. Yeah. Without probably some kind of um, Mexican meat supplement. Or something. Mexican meat supplement? Sorry, I forgot. You don't follow the fight game. Um, <laughs> Canelo Alvarez is one of the best boxers of all time. Yeah. And he's probably one of the best. If He's probably, like, right now, the current best boxer besides, like, Vasily Lomachenko or mm. stuff like that. Um, but he he's a Mexican boxer. And he is 
ripped. Mm-hmm. Like he looks like like a like a god. He looks like a, <laughs> a Mexican god. He he's just like he, it's like oh shit, that's Canelo. Um, he popped hot for performance enhancing drugs, mm-hmm. and when they asked him about it, he was like, "Oh, I just I don't know. It must have been something from the tacos that I eat." <laughs> the meat in, my, in the tacos because he's he has he's Mexican he lives in Mexico he has tacos yeah so there was a joke that came out that like <laughs> yeah got it just gotta have some Mexican meat man just, just, just some get Mexican a meat syringe, get a syringe of Mexican meat yeah but he wasn't wrong it's because they found out that they were um, there were farmers who were feeding their who were pumping steroids into their cows mm. to increase muscle production oh. so they have fatter cows like bigger cows so do you think it's theoretical that he could it's 100 percent possible that he ate enough because the amount that he has to eat as yeah. a boxer like huh. so yeah it's 100 percent possible but it's just hilarious to say yeah <laughs> i don't know some must be something in the tacos mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but uh yeah um so there's the been this this topic on oh. our shared note thing of things to talk about on the podcast you love referencing it instead of just saying it you love referencing it this note yeah, yeah, because like, I so want on the note. Yeah, I want <laughs> people to be checklist. jealous that they don't get access to this your weird thoughts and checklist <laughs> form. And for weeks now, right below fully operational battle station, which eventually I think we'll get to, you wrote naked and unarmed. What's the biggest <laughs> creature you can kill? <laughs> You go first. I'd like to talk about that for a second. <laughs> okay, you go first. So, I don't know. And are we strictly going biggest? Like physical big? Yeah, like largest, most literally massive. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Could you kill a whale? <laughs> no. How could you not kill a whale? How I could you like... kill a whale? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how big a whale is? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, naked and unarmed. That's true. Whales are huge. Whales are huge. They couldn't kill whales with boats and spears. They were yeah. like trying to, it took them, it was difficult to kill them with that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Naked and unarmed, just being plopped in the ocean. It's like, go, here, fight this humpback <laughs> whale. Like, plopped in the ocean. I'm picturing like a giant hand picking me up and just going, bloop. Like, there you go. This it, is what you asked for. Like it's, like, it's like a humpback whale. Like, what are you going to do against a humpback whale? I don't know. Just punch it a bunch. And underwater where like it slows <laughs> down your arm. Yeah. Oh. Through 18 inches of blubber. I got this. No. <laughs> no. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts? For you? No, well, no. Just in general. <laughs> can you give me some, like, starting points? Um, Bug, obviously. All the time. Uh, uh, so, so, the, so the, you know how my mind works. So, my mind immediately went to, right, there's a lot of things that you could probably physically kill, but then it went into the, into the scenarios of how am I fighting it. So, like, a squirrel is too fast. Right, yeah. It's going to be too fast for me to catch. So it's like, can I really kill a squirrel? Um, snakes were on my, were in my, like, there's, but then mm. I was like, I don't think I can kill a snake after a certain size. But then you it's like, could. What it if would start, like, wrapping around you, and then you could just, like, bash its head a bunch. Well, yeah, true. But what if it's, like, a poisonous snake and it bites me first? Well, no, a huge snake, like a python or something. Well, you wouldn't be able to kill a python. No, a rattlesnake will kill you. Huh? A rattlesnake can kill you. Well, with a bite. Yeah. You think it's yeah, going to just lay there while fight, you bash its head in? I'm not going to fight a poisonous snake. <laughs> I'll fight a python and then very quickly realize that it was a mistake. I was going to say, a python will kill you. Yeah, it'll like wrap around. Pythons aren't poisonous. 
No, wrap around you. Pythons kill like like buffalo. Snap snap your leg. Yeah, Yeah. they kill buffalo. They kill like 600 pound animals. But I'm smarter than a buffalo. True, you are smarter, but you're naked and armed. So you can't. I always forget the naked part. (laughs) Naked and unarmed. Like butt naked. Right. If you had clothes and there was a boa constrictor, you could like stuff its mouth with your shirt. (laughs) And like, like maybe. Or like you can like roll it up like like you do a towel, and then <laughs> like last no like 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 get behind it somehow oh, and then and like it out. put it in between its jaws and pull back. Yeah. Or yeah, like wrap it around its throat and like collar tie up top and just be like ah and like try to just kill it that way. You know what I've never thought of? Snake lungs. Are snakes lungs like long and skinny? They how have those, to be. How do those work? That they're not short and wide. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they're really small. And they just Ooh, go really It could fast. be really small. Like up near its neck. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, true, true, true. It could be. It could be that. It could be that. I, I think, um... Oof. I'm gonna try Python. Really? Yeah. So, should we go by physical, like, space they take up, or by weight? I'm gonna go... Because if a Python weighs, like, 60, like, 120 pounds, but it's, like, 30 feet long, but if 120 you... 120 pounds? Yeah. No way. A Python? Yeah. No way. 30 pound, like, telephone pole of meat? That's more than 120 pounds. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say it's less. I was going to be like, what? <laughs> like, do you know what a python is? No, they're like big balloons. <laughs> With scales. Uh, python, weight. What else were you thinking, though? Um, I was thinking of... Well, that. I was trying to, I was trying to figure out the... the the physical dimensions of the the two things. So, like, are we going by size, by physical space it takes up, or are we going by weight? Because technically, a cow could weigh more or should weigh more than a python, mm-hmm. but a python is longer. So, yeah. technically, it takes up more space. So, like, what are we doing? How are we judging the biggest? Yep. Do you know what I mean? The third largest snake in the world is the reticulated python. Reticulated? Uh, 350 pounds. Ooh. Um, the green anaconda is the biggest uh, animal, so I'm going to look up that one. Anaconda size. Um, these guys are more than 29 feet, 550 pounds, and measure more than 12 inches in diameter. That's a telephone pole. That's a foot wide. <laughs> That's great. I'm not fighting one of those. <laughs> I changed my mind. Yuck, they are huge. <laughs> They are as girthy as a human. <laughs> yeah, they're huge. And they're 39 feet long. No, I'm not going to fight one of those. Even if I could get to its head. I think a coyote. A coyote? A single coyote. Coyotes are vicious. Uh, I, I have coyote, faith, though. That's interesting. I have faith in my soccer kicks and my, and my <laughs> low sweeping roundhouses. I think uh, also, I'll, yeah, I think a coyote. A single wolf? A single coyote. A wolf? No. <laughs> A wolf? No. Your I, eyes. A wolf? A wolf? No. <laughs> Have you seen a wolf? Yeah, they're big. I'll be terrified. If you Im- imagine, I think I've told this story, like when coyotes were circling our camp fit or campfire. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Imagine just like you camping. Yeah. And, like you got up and it's like dusk. You're like, um. You're like, you know, what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get like, I don't know, I'm gonna go get a drink, and you like. Walked over to the cooler. You popped it open, rummaged in the in the ice. You pulled it out, mm-hmm. and then you th- you felt something looking at you. But you were like, "What? What's going on? I don't see anything." And then you turn around, <laughs> and then at the edge of the woods, 
like where there's a line of trees where it's dark so you know how the leaves block out and it's black yeah. above but you can kind of see the ground still yeah, from yeah, whatever yeah. lights coming through in the open areas Ooh, this is you spooky. just see the silhouette of a wolf yes <laughs> just staring at you yeah I would not be filled with confidence of like, I'm going to fuck you up. Like, that wouldn't be the feeling that immediately fills me. The feeling that fills me is, oh, shit. Yeah. Don't eat me. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's my first thought. Hey, and then my next thought would be like, there's got to be more because there's the one. Pack hunters. But the not pack in hunters. this world where you go up to get a drink, you are naked and unarmed, <laughs> and there's only one of them. One on one with the wolf? No. I, I'm not Yeah, gonna, I really I'm, don't think so. I'm not going to be the wolf. A wolf's too fast. Yeah. They're fast, they're strong, and depending on the type of wolf, they could be way too big. Yeah. Way too big. A coyote, and yeah. Coyote is like a small, medium-sized dog. Yeah. And they're more scavengers, and they hunt only smaller animals. Yeah. So, yeah, I could take on a coyote, I think. Okay. All Not right. a bobcat. Too too strong. Yeah, too, too many, like, razor blades for body parts. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. You have um, things that attack you with claws, like cats, mm-hmm. and then you have um, the face attackers, which yeah. are more canine-based. Yeah. They, Attack face attackers with, they, they attack you with, with their face yeah so um yeah like a wolf will dig in their claws mm-hmm. but it's to bite yep like a coyote is gonna try to a coyote is not gonna like be able to like rip away at you as well with its paws mm-hmm. but like with its face it's yeah. gonna try to like tear so that would be my that would be my main thing my main thing would just be like trying to draw it in and see if it lunges just figure out how it attacks take it from there mm-hmm. maybe time a knee you know Come down with the elbow. Just <laughs> <laughs> what kind a, of hold are you going to put him in? <laughs> put in a, in a Muay Thai clinch, you know? Yeah. Just, <laughs> I that's know. what I was thinking. <laughs> um, I, I would say a coyote. I think a coyote is the biggest thing I could probably... Well, actually, no. You know what? A human. Well, yeah. If we're going to talk you about... You did say creature. Creature. <laughs> talking creatures, I think I could take out a human. Yeah. I don't know how big of a human. <laughs> so I was going to say, are we going like a 600 pound guy? I also don't know. Ooh, if there was a 600 pound dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like you have no cardio. You have no mobility. Yeah. yeah I just got to get you on the ground. You ain't getting up. <laughs> I can just rain blows with, with like ground and pound. I mean, I can MMA my way out of it, but there's too many factors to say just humans because it's like, well, what age, what fitness, what, yeah. what fight experience? Like am I going up against somebody who's like, you know, a brown belt in jujitsu is like that's very different than Joe Schmo on the street. That's my size. Yeah. Um. So I would say coyote. I'll stick to coyote. Yeah. I'm okay with that. You would say coyote too. I I I actually weirdly thought about coyote back when I first like read this question. I actually started to think about it a couple weeks ago. Um, coyote weirdly popped into my head because I'm trying to think of like what what animals have I ever thought about? I might have to fight that. <laughs> And it was nah, coyote because I've also been out in the woods, uh, and, out in the woods with coyotes very close by. Yeah, um, it's like, ah, oh, shit, we gotta fight coyotes. Yep. Um, I'm gonna stick with a python. Like, really? Not an enormous python, but like a, a. I could do a python. You think you you think you can kill a python? I think I could, as long as I can get its head before it starts wrapping around me. Just bash, bash, bash. The second bash. you get its head, its body starts wrapping around you. Yeah. Because that's how they kill. They like they wrap around the body and then they just attack the face. Well, maybe or some of them. Like I think either anacondas or pythons don't really bite that much. They just bite to hold on and then they just squeeze. They'll literally squeeze the life out of you. God, I don't want to fight a python. I was gonna man. say, I like, I don't know why I keep again. going to python. Like python's <laughs> a really bad matchup. Well, I mean, they're just big. I'm trying to go biggest animal. 
I don't know. There's got to be some big dumb animal that we could easily. That's kill. why I said cow. Oh, cow. Yeah. <laughs> isn't it a thing to tip them over and they can't get up? Like, isn't that a thing? It's apparently they're apparently very hard to tip over. I would imagine they're huge. Like I've I've always heard of like cow tipping. Like all oh, the people used to go cow tipping and like knock cows over because they sleep standing up. A, I don't think they sleep standing up. I think that's a no, myth. That's a myth. And it's they're almost impossible to push over. They're so it's huge. Like, yeah, they're huge. And they're just like bases. <laughs> yeah. They're like pyramids. They have four legs. We have two. They are one hundred percent more grounded than we are. Six hundred pounds or whatever. Yeah. No. Also, like. There's a lot, like, horses are another example of, like, I think people, a lot of people haven't been around horses. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I haven't been around horses often. I've been around them, like, maybe, I can count on, like, my my hands Mm -hmm. under 10 times. I've been around, like, next to a horse. Yeah. You forget, like, the size and power of a horse. Yeah. And then, like, when you're up next to it, you're like, oh, shit, I see why they used you for war. Like, that (laughs) makes more sense. (laughs) Because you're solid muscle. And you're huge. And if they put armor on you, you would barely feel it, and you could just, like, trample me. (laughs) Easily. Accidentally. You're you're huge. I'm up to, like, your chest. Yeah. (laughs) Like... Yeah, horses are huge. Horses are huge. I saw a a video on Reddit the other day of a moose walking out of the woods. Oh, Like a full-grown moose. Moose huge. Uh, And it was like... There was, like, a Subaru Forester on the street. The person who was filming was, like, in their front seat or the passenger seat or whatever. And across from them, facing the other way on the other side of the road, was, like, a Ford... Like, an SUV. And the moose... The SUV was, like, up to the chest on the moose. it's like, Jesus. Oh, yeah, dude. That's why there's so many moose warnings. Because, like, if you hit a deer... Yeah. The deer is going to explode and die and, like, shatter your window. A moose... The moose is walking away. A moose is going to walk away. A moose gets just like (laughs) falls on its side. 900 pounds. Destroy your A pillars. (laughs) Shatter your roof. Goes through and like like destroys your engine block. Yeah. And like breaks your frame. Then the moose gets back up and just keeps walking into the woods. Yeah. Your SUV is now convertible. Yeah. Like more than that. It's like completely impacted. It's it's insane. Like, um, like like I there's a there's a guy I know uh, that I play hockey with and he's up in New Hampshire and Maine a lot in, in Vermont and he's like dude if you hit a moose like you're dead yeah he's like you're not surviving that your car cannot handle that impact yeah. your car is gonna like compact against it and a moose will survive <laughs> yeah because a moose is huge the worst case scenario is the moose has its legs taken out and then its body just lands on the car <laughs> or on you or on you he was like you think those two a pillars are gonna stop a moose he's like no you're dead you're dead the windshield's gonna slice you to pieces and then the, the moose 900 pounds as you go 50 miles per hour into it it's gonna put you through like your chair. out the trunk <laughs> yeah you're done you're just mangled um, so cross moose off the list <laughs> absolutely they can't kill moose with clean shots with guns. Yes. <laughs> the comment section of that moose video was so funny because it's just hundreds of people saying things like, like you're that. saying. They're like, moose are fucking wild, man. Like, there's this big river that I live near and, like, we go fishing in it sometimes. And it's like, you swim out to the middle of it and, like, you can't, like, it's, you can't touch the bottom. And every once in a while, I'll see a moose walk out of the woods walk across the river and then get out the other side no swimming involved dude there's an amazing moose video of uh some hunters in the snow Mm -hmm. and they're like they're like completely quiet like we think he's near but this is like super dense snow so they're trying to move and the camera's like against the snow because it's at like chest level yeah they're just like plowing through like fuck 
we gotta find a spot to be. And then they're like, oh shit. And they turn, and a moose is just running through <laughs> yeah. the snow. And, and it's like a train with it's a plow. Like a, yes, and it's just flat, and the moose just goes boom, right past them through the snow. And the guys just go, oh shit. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God. They, like, I saw one of that too. Is like these people were like uh, cross country skiing, and because it was skis, they were like legless. They were like on top of the snow. But there was a moose that was like up to his chest, just full on <laughs> Sprinting and snow is flying, flying off of it. Yep. It's like, geez, they are so scary powerful. Yeah. Also, uh, <laughs> in the comments, I read about I read a Wikipedia article about moose cavalry, about uh, some king of Sweden or Norway hundreds of years ago tried to use a, tried to have a cavalry of moose units, which holy crap, could you imagine that? That's, That's... also the most like fantasy epic <laughs> shit I've ever heard of. Between them and polar bears. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like polar, polar bears, bears and tanks with, with cannons on their back. Yeah. yeah. No, it's... Moose are terrifying. Um, absolutely not. Absolutely not against a moose. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna stick to coyote. You can stick to python if you want. No, I'll think. switch to cow. Switch to cow. You know what's a fun scenario that I always thought of as a kid? Yes. And I still, like, kinda do? And it's a nightmare I always had as a kid. Okay. The nightmare I always had as a kid was from Jurassic Park. Okay. You know the T-Rex when it stomps? Yes. And, like, the water would shake through the vibration? Yeah. I always had nightmares as a kid of being somewhere, and then you would hear the roar in the distance, and then you would start hearing the thuds as mm-hmm. it walked. Yeah. And it was always... And it was funny, because it wasn't like we were, in like, in a park, and we were like, oh, there's only three of us. It was, like, civilization. Yeah. But it was always, like... It was always, It's like when you hear, like, a bomb siren. <laughs> like... It basically it was like it's the equivalent of that whenever you heard a t-rex roar and in the nightmare it would be absolute chaos to find a place to hide where you couldn't be seen yeah so it was always like and for some reason i gave the t-rex like hawk vision hawkeye vision so like (laughs) so like you couldn't just like hide against like the corner yeah because the t-rex would like walk by and its eyes would like fill the window oh my god and then it would like be looking around oh my god dubs yeah, <laughs> yeah. nightmare so and i saw from do you think this nightmare stems from jurassic park 100 it does because yeah. <laughs> it would be i would be hiding in places and i would be like holding my breath and trying not to move yeah so i'd be like i would find like a place <laughs> so like you would like jump underneath your bed and you would like lay prone like yeah. a pencil and you would just like close your eyes hold your breath as you heard the thuds get like more frequent yeah and then you would just like you would hear it slow down when it got close to you of course and would. the whole like building would shake as it walked and then <laughs> you would just like not move or not breathe and try to not make any movement because of course it their vision is based on movement, movement. Uh, yeah <laughs> can't see us if we don't move yeah exactly <laughs> so um yeah so that was a nightmare i always had a kid for that's years. a good one for years and it's like and it, the environment always changed. It would be like mm. normal suburbia, or I would be in a city, or be in a post-apocalyptic world where there's broken buildings. <laughs> the dinosaurs already won. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like I'm hiding underneath like a rock, but it's not enough because my feet can be seen. So like I'm trying to like dig my feet in the earth so I can put my feet under underground <laughs> while like the rest of my body's hidden by this rock slab. Yeah. And I'm just like, <gasps> and like trying to just not be, dude. It's actually really. I guess it's a cool nightmare, but um, as far as nightmares go, that's a fun one. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but always pure panic. But I've always wondered, like, because of that nightmare, because I would wake up and I would go about my day. I would always be thinking about the nightmare, and I, I would always think, like, did I make the right move? 
<laughs> did I do the you right analyze thing? Analyze your tactics. <laughs> yeah. And it would be like, where, what should I, like, if that happened in real life, where could I go? And, you know, because you're a young kid, like, you just have, I just have an imagination. I'd be like out and about and be like, ooh, that'd be a good spot to hide. Ooh, that'd be a good spot to hide. Ooh, that'd be a really nice spot. How would you evade, I would say dinosaurs, but that's very broad, but I would say T-Rex. How would I evade a T-Rex? If you heard that T-Rex roar in the distance like they do in the movies yeah. right now, and then your glass just started shaking. <laughs> it's always the glass. <laughs> you have a glass right next to you. It's one of the telltale signs of that a T-Rex is near, yeah. that a glass is shaking. Like, like, <laughs> like what the... F- Dude, I don't know. Right? I, I, not run, because apparently they run like 35 miles an hour or something. Yeah, you're not going to outrun it. Um, hmm... I would think that I would just hide somewhere very internal. Like, I would go to the most inner part of your house. Because T-Rex can't, like, knock over a wall, I don't think. Even if, like, bashed its big dumb head into, like, this wall. It would probably damage it real bad, but I don't think a T-Rex head... You don't think a T-Rex could knock down drywall and plywood? I don't don't think it would try that hard. That's... That's it. But maybe if it could, if I'm the last food on Earth... And I'm in here, and it tries. It knows that I'm in here. It could probably get to me, but it's not going to try that hard. It's going to be like bang, bang, ow! I'll find another snack. True. Um, I think 100% a T-Rex can can a bear can knock through the door. Like I would 100%. What? A bear cannot knock through your front door. A bear? Yes. What kind of bear a are we bear. talking about? A grizzly bear. Maybe a grizzly bear. Maybe a grizzly bear. Do you know the size of a grizzly bear? Yeah, like a thousand pounds, whatever. Chump, I could fight him naked and unarmed. <laughs> you know, humans can break down doors. You know that, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> How can a human break down your door? What, by kicking it? Yes. Your door. It's wood. Nah, your door is a beefy door. Oh, like my front door? Yeah. Oh, this door, absolutely. Yes, my this front door is hollow. I could accidentally break down a this bear, door. A, a bear could break down my front door. I don't know, man. A bear running and then hitting my door? Pfft, maybe. Yes. yes. I don't know. I think an NFL linesman could break down my front door. Yeah, maybe. And they weigh what? Like 320? Yeah. 280? Then you have a bear? Yeah. Like a 500, 700 pound bear? Uh... Speaking of bear, well, put a pin in bear. I got bear, bear facts. Yeah, bear <laughs> but, facts. Uh, yeah, T Rex coming. I would just hide somewhere internal. I mean, do we know that their vision is based on movement? We don't. That's or just did a, that's just a movie thing. Alan Grant just tell us that. Alan Grant in just told us that. Yeah, Alan Grant just told us that. Um, yeah, I would just hide somewhere. Try not to be heard or seen or smelled. I don't know if their smells really good. I think they have good smell. Yeah. Maybe. I, mean, I think why so. Not? The ones in your nightmares definitely do if they have, like, hawk vision. They have hawk... No, no, they never had smells. They had hawk vision. Yeah. They could, like... So if you they, moved... It was it, all a visual thing. So, yeah. So if yeah. you moved at all, you were just... You're fucked. So it was definitely their vision was based off movement? You know, based off of dr- the movie, yes. Yeah. For my dreams, yeah. But your, your nightmare T-Rexes were the T-Rexes from Jurassic Park. For the most part. Got they it. just had a little bit better vision, but yeah. Uh, would you rather have to run slash hide from a T-Rex or a Velociraptor? See, that's oh, that's the question, right? Like that's the question. That's always the question. The th- so, are the Velociraptors just like Jurassic Park? Like they are intelligent and they're pack animals? Sure. Yeah. And am I facing a pack of them or just one? Ooh, I, 
I'll just tell you my answer. I'd rather face one T-Rex than just <laughs> one Velociraptor. Three Velociraptors? Just find me the nearest gun with that with one bullet in it. <laughs> um, on the bright side, I don't have handles in my house, so they can't turn knobs. <laughs> so I have that on my side. Downside is they have a giant clawed hook foot that allows them to cut through things. That so. recently, they just got them upgraded. They're now rubberized, so they can turn handles. <laughs> they can turn knobs now. <laughs> yeah. Um. So here's the thing. Both the T-Rex and the Velociraptors are... They're, they're both smart. The, mm-hmm. the Velociraptors were considered smarter because of the way, the way they pack hunt and the mm-hmm. fact that they could manipulate things like doors. Um, well, in the movie. In the movie. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming we're going off the movie ad- adaptations of these animals, right? Yeah. Okay, so... Do, I don't know if they were prehistoric doors. Right. Do I have weapons? Uh, naked and unarmed. Let's stick with the theme. <laughs> I have to kill them or survive? No, you do not have to get, just, survive. just survive. Naked and unarmed. Would you rather... And let's just say your house. There is a a T-Rex outside and there's a Velociraptor outside and they both know you're inside and their goal. They is to, know we're inside. Yeah. Their goal is to eat you. <laughs> and you're fucked with a T-Rex. Really? A T-Rex? <laughs> <laughs> you have a wonderful mind. A T-Rex could just run through the middle of my house and just break through it. No, it cannot. Yes, it can. They're not that big, dude. T-Rexes? Have you ever seen the T-Rex skull in person in a museum? How big is it, Chris? that big. <laughs> How big is it, Chris? I'm probably the size of your mattress or something. So that's, that's just the head of it. That's pretty big. So that's just the fucking head of it. So that's uh, a queen-sized head. Maybe not that big. Hold on. Let me... <laughs> So let's talk about its thighs. Yeah. Let's see how big its legs are to carry a head like that. Yeah. And then let's hear about its tail and how strong that is to have to counterbalance it. T-Rex head size. <laughs> Ba-ba-doo-ba-doo. T-Rex. Uh, the T-Rex was five to seven tons. The skull was five <laughs> feet long. So not the size of your bed. Uh, Two thirds size of your bed. Still pretty big. Still pretty big. How heavy was it? Seven tons? Yeah. Uh, five to seven tons. What are you looking up? Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. How many pounds is seven tons? It's 14,000. Come on. 14, <laughs> so you think a 14,000 pound animal can't break through plywood? It's like 14 grizzly bears. <laughs> you think it can't at full God. speed run through this wall? I hate that you're convincing me that you're right. <laughs> I mean, maybe. You, we could throw each other through these walls. That's that's drywall with insulation, then more drywall. <laughs> but then the siding and stuff, and the beams. The T Rex would have to get through like the support beams and stuff like it, that. It would get my body beams. wouldn't have to <laughs> go through that. It would just have to go through the drywall part. It would get through the support beams. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Support beams, like there, there's concern about support beams holding up a car, like. <laughs> Now you're talking about seven tons? God. All right. You're right. I don't know. I want you to elaborate here. How, I, so, how, wait, what is the image of a T-Rex you've been living with since 1997? Like, what that is... That one. That one. The, the the tiny little thing that just can't get through wood? <laughs> that that one? Like, <laughs> yeah, the guy who uh, kills Newman. That's a T-Rex, right? <laughs> 
No, uh, no, I think you're right. And the reason I say you're right is because you have these very specific <laughs> measurements and weight and the material that it's going through where my argument is, I don't know. I don't think it can. That's it. Let's put it this way. I can buy a seven ton jack. Yeah. A seven ton quick stand jack. Yeah. Seven tons, which is 7,000 pounds yeah. for full size pickups. 14,000 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Can you actually buy that? Yeah. Do they go that high? Yeah. And you could like just very slowly crank it with your hand? Uh just six six ton no, that's three tons. Quick jacks, yes. Those are hydraulically pressed up and down with oil and air. So yeah. that's different, but yeah. You don't hand crank it. But yeah. Um So yeah, so let's say you have a so you have a seven ton jack yeah. designed to pick up a seven ton vehicle. Yeah. If that seven ton vehicle was launched <laughs> at a house, do you think it will go through the walls? Uh oh shit. You know what? There it is. There's the point that you've been looking for. Absolutely. Yes. I would rather try to survive against a Velociraptor if they now. Took a full size pickup. Yeah, I'm thinking of a pickup. Full driving size. at 35 miles an hour. It's like an F-350 with like, the <laughs> dual carrier wheels yeah. in the back getting launched at 30 mile, 35 miles per hour in the air against the wall. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> I'll take Velociraptor, please. Yes, it can <laughs> run through this building. Yeah. Velociraptor is like a, like a tiger on two legs. <laughs> True. Yeah, that's a good point. True. Uh, wow, okay. <laughs> Yep, the truck really sold me. Is that, is that, is that, is that the metaphor like a, needed it's a, yeah, for it's these a, numbers? It's a truck <laughs> with teeth. <laughs> that's that's why my reaction has been like, excuse me, <laughs> like <laughs> it can't get through a wall. I'm not so good at thinking of things sometimes. <laughs> it's seven tons. It could easily go through a wall. Yeah, it could lean on the wall and go through it. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. Okay, 100%. now three Velociraptors. Three I'll, Velociraptors. I'll up the Velociraptor team to three. <laughs> so here's, it's not even the numbers. It's not even the the sheer power of it. The real thing is is the fact that they know we're in here. If they didn't know we're in here, we should have to remain hidden. I would take the T Rex. If they didn't know we're in here, yeah. Because if they did know we're in here, the T Rex will not stop until you are dead or the house is demolished or both. Yeah. Or the Velociraptor. Do you think a Velociraptor could get in here? Um, I don't like the fact that I have glass sliders. That's, Ooh, that's yeah, the glass sliders. Not good for me. Right through. It's not good for me. Um, they're smart, but they're probably dumb enough to like b- do the dog thing and run headfirst into them, and which would go right through the glass. But they're velociraptors, so they go right through. They'll go right through the glass. Um, ugh, fuck the fact that I have glass sliders. I'm still gonna th- if if I didn't have glass sliders, I would probably choose raptors because. Ooh, no, they could technically probably fit through the, fit through the window if they broke the window. A window? Windows, yeah. Like a ground level window? I don't know if they could. I don't know. Your windows aren't that big. Yeah, they are. Velociraptors, I think they're the size of cars, though, aren't they? Uh, They're six feet tall, I believe. That's sizable. Yeah. But yeah, they're they- like skinny little dudes. Uh, skinny, but like muscular. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and you know, a part of me always thinks too. Like, <laughs> this is what I thought about as a kid. It's like, what if I got on like, I was able to grab a part of the T Rex that it couldn't reach. Like, a, if you were to like ride on its head <laughs> or like behind its neck. Well, I could just shake, but like, 
I don't know, like it can't get its arms, right? Yeah. It probably can't get its arms. What if I just like hung onto an arm? <laughs> like, like obviously like gable gripping it, right? But yeah, like, what's your end game here? You're here now. Now what? Well no, that's like a worst case scenario. Like just it's like, here now. Like like it got through the house. My last ditch effort as the second floor collapsed was I leaped in the air and I grabbed one of its arms and I wrapped my body around it and I like compressed on it like I, like like it's a climbing rope. Yeah, and I just like hung onto its arm or something like the inside right behind his kneecap. Like something that like it can't get me. Yeah. Like it would be like, is there a way that I can survive by being too close to it? For how long though? Until it gets to a point where it's like either it stops trying or it gets to a point a place where i can jump off yeah or like it just gets so tired from trying to shake you off that it like passes out i don't think it would just, do that you but just kind of slip away i mean if it got to that point sure i'll take it i'll take a win i'll take a w if i could get a w but like, i've always wondered like because you're not fighting it yeah you're not gonna run from it when it can like run 35 miles per hour so what's the other option you go at it <laughs> you know what i mean you close That's what i would least expect <laughs> <laughs> you you We've talked fighting enough times. You close the distance. You close the close gap. the gap. You get inside the range. So if you're inside the punch, yeah. you're not getting hit with that punch. You know what I mean? So, like, granted, it's because you're then in grapple range. But <laughs> against a T-Rex, then it can't bite you. Yeah. So I don't know its range that it has with its head and its neck. Yeah. But, like... It's probably not great. It's probably not great. I don't think it has the flexibility or mobility to reach behind its kneecap. But maybe it can just like scratch its knee and then it gets me. I don't. I don't know. I don't. Know I don't think things. it could. See, that's the thing. So if I got on the inside of the of its leg, maybe I'm safe. I wouldn't want to be on the inside. Of its I wouldn't want to be anywhere near this. This is all the worst case scenario. Well, okay, new scenario. Okay, the second floor is collapsing. You're running. You have time to attach yourself to whatever part of this T Rex you want. Where are you going? Tail. Tail you can just whip. grab onto the it tail. Can, it'll just whip you right off. It's too strong. Really? Yeah. It's too strong. You See, know, we know how big its head is now. You want, you want to know the most. Its neck can't be that big. I would go from the neck, behind the neck. The neck can't be that big. I think you could reach your arms around its neck. Your what? fingers can touch. You can't do that to an obese human. What? You can't wrap your arms around an obese human. Yeah, a torso. Yeah, that's we're a talking, rounded person. We're talking neck. I think a a T Rex neck could fit in there. You think you can get a secure enough grip around a T Rex neck? Hit me with another metaphor. Find the find the truck metaphor. I'll put that's money down. Fix. I'll put money down. You can't you can't keep a close enough grip on me. What? Yes. I think no matter what grip you put on me, I can get out of. <laughs> yeah, but a T Rex neck doesn't have your arms and legs on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Let's so put that's it this a way. big dumb let's wrecking ball head. At let's the end put it of this it. way. The T-Rex has no arms. Yeah. So it's not picking shit up and ripping it apart. Yeah. It's all being done with its mouth. Yeah. It's pure mouth. It's pure legs mouth. and mouth. The head and the mouth is connected to its neck. Yeah. So to handle the ripping and tearing, unlike our shoulders, our rotator cuffs, our arms, our wrists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To rip things apart. It has to do this all with just its neck, just mm-hmm. shaking it like a dog. Yes. Yeah. Did Continue. We went over the size of this thing. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, we know its head is it's five feet long. It's pretty long. It's a long head. How long is its neck? Probably another five feet. I Probably feel like longer. Longish neck. Probably necks. longer. And, but its neck kind of went into its torso. Yes. Because of the yes. stupid arms. Yes. It doesn't really have shoulders. No. 
But you have to realize it has a big tail. The tail True. is to offset the balance of its fucking head. Of its <laughs> giant head. So it has that for balance, for counterbalance. So then it just topple forward. Yeah. So that means its neck has to support that giant weight, which is enough size and weight to require biology to evolve a giant fat ass tail. You're insane to think. If I put you, if I put you in your position on a bear and said, "Hey, I want you to put this bear in a chokehold," a bear is different and hang on to the bear's neck. A bear is too small and too maneuverable. Too I think T Rex can whip their heads around, but you're lower on the base of its neck. You're closer okay. to its back. Okay. You're okay. not okay. getting okay. moved okay. around. There's okay. not as much centripetal okay. force. There. I got one for you. I got one for you. Yeah, grip a horse's neck. Sure. That that's closer than a bear. It is closer because it's if you're going just for pure neck size. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, well, the horses can like buck and they and a T Rex can't move. Well, it's like, like uh, I'm a guarantee a horse can try to buck and shake me off faster than a T Rex can. T Rex has all that mass to move around. It's moving slower, but it has more mass to throw you because it has more inertia. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Giraffe. Okay. I could hold on to a giraffe. Okay, that is... We need to find a giraffe handler right now. He's <laughs> willing up, to <laughs> let me grapple onto it. We need to set up... At a, the base of the neck. At a, a length off the shoulders that is no longer than a T-Rex neck I could think, be. I think you're crazy to think... Because you put me at the end of the giraffe's neck, one whip and I'm gone. <laughs> like, I'm in space. <laughs> if it flicks me once. You're that confident. Yeah, man. Let me at a T-Rex neck right you're now. You're that confident about the giraffe, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Do you know how much Compared giraffes to a weigh? T-Rex? I can hold on to a giraffe for a week straight. I can't tell where you're getting these, like, calculations of, of like... Nowhere. Of, like, body size. It's all size. gut, baby. You it's haven't a- given me a truck metaphor to make me realize how <laughs> stupid I am yet, so I'm 10 out of 10 it's confident. Like, it, maybe it's because, like, I can't hold... I can't hold a, a, a adult, adult human male... Yeah, in a position. I've yeah, been I've been on somebody's back with their with with them splayed out and me just fully grinding into them and just being like you're trapped as fuck and I have you and they get out. Okay, but they're wiggly and maneuverable and strong and they got arms and legs and tactics. A giraffe Picture if that person was bound and they were just one straight giraffe neck shaped human and all they could do is wiggle you off. Their legs cannot leave the floor. They could just wiggle you off like a tree in the wind and forward and backward and they could go in a circle and I think side you, to side. I think you got to get on the mats at a dojo at least once to understand. We're not fighting <laughs> humans. We're grabbing a T-Rex or a giraffe neck. And a bear can reach its claw back there. A the, bear can do like put its head on the ground, and then I flip forward. You think a T Rex can't do that? No, its head is too big; it will fall over. It's huge. The worst it's thing so a T Rex can do is this situation is ram me into a wall. In which case, I'm instantly dead. My <laughs> my arm is pulp. <laughs> I think you have this weird idea of like the size and power of a T Rex. I must. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not. Its head them. and neck is strong enough to like pick up vehicles. Yeah, but not wiggle a person off of it who's you got it in a to, koala grip. You don't need. You don't. You don't need to like wiggle and and like shimmy your way off of something. Yeah, you can just brutally throw something off of you with with the T Rex's hands. No, just inertia of movement. 
Yeah, but T Rex can't move that fast. T Rex can't start and it can stop move 35 that fast. miles per hour. Not its neck. You and it can't stop on a it, dime. If it, <laughs> <laughs> and hockey stops yeah. in the dirt. It's just you go. You like whip around. You like your legs whip around. It's yeah. Like, you're like hanging on. And like what's it called when you like uh, get a bunch of like ice dust on people? Oh yeah, you, you spray them. Yeah. <laughs> That's a T Rex. I just think I don't know. I, I I just think you're I just think you're crazy. <laughs> I just think you're crazy. Maybe. I still think I could do it. I'm pulling up the T Rex scene from Jurassic Park. Oh my gosh! Because as everybody knows, this is the most accurate depiction. <laughs> ba, ba, ba. Oh my god! I just saw the scene where you totally got your nightmare from when it looks through the window of the car and you just see its eye and she flashes the, the flashlight in it and the pupil dilates. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh my God. Isn't that so good? Horrifying. That's Isn't nightmare that's... fuel for 12 year old dubs right there. Oh, that is, ooh, that is terrifying. Okay. So this T-Rex is not to scale. We read that there's five feet. Scale. They're the, the heads are five feet long. This one's as big as a Jeep. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's like half of the Jeep. Okay. That's pretty big. All right, that T Rex I could not grab onto. That's the only T Rex we have for reference. Oh, it's pretty maneuverable. He's moving pretty fast. You think that neck can't shake you off? First of all, look at the thickness. You think you can grapple around that neck? I no longer do. <laughs> if I'm being completely I told, honest, I told you, you can't reach around an obese person's torso. You gotta stop comparing T-Rex to obese people, man. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. It's disrespectful. No, I'm just to saying. T-Rexes. Um, that's good. Yeah, I don't know. What a good movie. Holy shit. Such a good such movie. A good I want to watch movie. that soon. I want to watch it too now. That's such a good movie. But It's huge. That right. neck, you can't reach around it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's just what I'm saying. Freshly watching that scene. Your wall doesn't stand a fucking chance against a T-Rex. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it took me putting the image of catapulting an F-350 full-size pickup through my house at 35 miles per hour to put it in perspective for you. Now it's I'm like, picturing this F-350 catapult machine <laughs> that just whips trucks to houses. It's going to go through the house. Yeah, absolutely. Dang, okay. When you see people on a horse... And they go to pat the horse. They have to like fall onto the neck to pat the full neck of the horse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like that's why I was saying like a horse's neck. And then you're like, well, it's going to buck. That's a very good point. But I don't think I could reach around a horse's neck. I can't reach around humans. I know this. Stop bringing up humans, dubs. <laughs> They're irrelevant. It is not a like for like scenario. <laughs> I'll give you horse and I'll definitely give you giraffe. Okay. T-Rex is out. <laughs> I do want to, I do want to rodeo a giraffe. <laughs> you want to rodeo a giraffe still? Yeah, I want to see this do. too. I want to see this too. I don't want to be up the head because I've seen. Have you seen how giraffes fight with their neck? Oh yeah, they just rip they just eat their necks into yeah. the other giraffe's head. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, um, I, my favorite, one of my favorite <laughs> gifts of all time <laughs> is when people talk shit about somebody else <laughs> and they use the gif of the giraffe like deep throating a pole. <laughs> what and it's like and like the captions like 
New England Patriot fans talking about Tom Brady, and it's just like the giraffe, like an up and down a pole, and his big ass tongue is like wrapped around oh, the ball. That is vile. You haven't seen that? I don't ever want it's to see amazing. that. It's so good. It it can be used for anything. It's like PlayStation fans finding out about the PS5, and it's just the giraffe just going to town. <laughs> PC gamers, when they hear about the 3000 series GPU, just the draft going at it. Never make that noise again. Oh my god. You haven't seen that? No. Anyway. So that's that topic. So you're off of T-Rex. Naked and unarmed, what's the biggest creature you can kill? So you're off, you're off of T-Rex. Uh, yeah, no, I'm done. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> There was one more thing I wanted to talk about. Okay. <laughs> All right. What's that? I totally forgot. So I don't know. It's okay. It's been like a little over an hour, so we can end it if you wanted to. <sighs> Man, there's so <laughs> many old topics on here. What's a uh, fully operational battle station? <laughs> Do we want to race this one? No, yet? <laughs> I almost did. It's probably at the point where your brain has blocked you oh. from ever thinking of what it is. Because you'll get close to it, or you'll get kind of close to it, probably without even realizing it, and then you'll think, oh, what was that fully operational battle station? What was I thinking of again? And then you'll get stuck in the same rut again, and you'll never be able to think of it. I just... It's like... It's like the... You know the movie about... um, What's the name of the movie? I forget. It's with Benedict Cumberbatch. It's when it's, it's like about the it's about the real life story of I think the Enigma. Uh, yes, the Imitation Game. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and that's how they break the Nazi code. Yeah. It's like that. I know the machine that can crack the code. I know that my brain can figure out this puzzle of why I wrote that down. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't give up on it because it's like my brain is just like don't. Don't you know it came from Star Wars, so you must remember this. Yeah. Like there has to be something that you could tie to. I remember where I was. It was on my bed. You're on your bed. I think it was in the morning or at night. Yes. Because I was getting up or I was going down. Yep. But that's when I was like, oh, right, fully operational battle station. I'll just put it in there. It's fine. And then like we didn't record. It's when you, you thought of something and you equated it to a full, the fully operational yes. battle station. Yes. Because the full line from star wars is you're about to experience the full power of a fully operational battle station or whatever yep fully operational battle station i wonder if people like that we just google stuff on this podcast all the time now witness the firepower of this fully armed and operational battle station does that help you at all were you going to witness the firepower of something that was fully operational for the first time was it your computer was it you getting over the cold and you are now the fully operational battle station. No, it was equating it to something, though. It yeah. wasn't, like, about Star Wars. It was just... That phrase came in my head when I was thinking of something else. Fully operational battle station. Yeah. Maybe one day. It's gonna be so underwhelming when, <laughs> when we think it's of like, it. It's like, oh, yeah, no. It was about using Havarti cheese and grilled cheese instead of Munster. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be so worth it. I'd be like, oh, no way. I'm going home to try that right now. Sourdough? <laughs> In six months. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's what I'll find. That will um, remain at the very top of our podcast list for years. Don't jinx it. <sighs> that's going to be our first t-shirt. It's going to say fully, fully operational battle station. 
<gasps> we should do that. We are not at t-shirt we point should, yet. No, we're not at t-shirt point. But if, <laughs> if we do, that would be that whole, we should do that. That'd be amazing. Um, and it'll be my guy saying it. Yeah. <laughs> and you just with your hands up like, what? <laughs> Holding the Havarti grilled cheese. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, all right. So, did you want to? Did you have something else you wanted to say? Or oh no, I uh, I said I want to watch Jurassic Park now, and then I thought, well, hold on, what would I be shoving off if I do start watching Jurassic Park? So, a, I finished Avatar, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Holy shit, that show is so good. You got to give it a chance. B, I started watching Hannibal, which is now on Netflix. Okay. With Mads Mikkelsen playing Hannibal Lecter. Okay. And it is so creepy, hard to watch, good. The um, books, Hannibal, the books I read? Yeah, like Red Dragon and stuff. Yeah. Holy shit. I don't know if you've read those books. No. Ooh. Creepy. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> like... Like I was like, there's no way this is gonna be in a movie. Like, <laughs> like there's no way this they're gonna put this on film. Like this yeah. is fuck. Um, yeah, the show's pretty. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of nice, but like he, I guess I think it was his sister. Mm-hmm. There was somebody who like sexually assaulted his sister, and he caught him, mm. and he tied him to a tree. Mm. And long story short, he spent like an entire night with the guy, and mm-hmm. it was just I won't go into details, but let's just say it was. Um, I, I read it and I was like, yeah, this isn't going on uh, <laughs> TV anytime soon. Yep. <laughs> um, I think he like slow. He like took took him apart. We, we don't have to. Okay. <laughs> it ended with wolves. Like we'll put it that way. Got it. it got it. Got wolves it. taking care of it. Um, you know what, Joe? Uh, I've been watching. Yes. West I mean, Wing. Well, no. Oh, West Wing. Cool. Have you watched West Wing? You like long conversations in hallways? <laughs> I do. Yeah. Have you watched West Wing or not? Uh, no. I I heard it's amazing. It's like one of the best written shows ever. It's it. You know what's funny? Like, because there's a lot of scenes about them walking because it's in the White House. So it's yeah. constantly them going room to room or going yeah. to conference and briefings and meetings and consulate stuff. Like, something that's really cool about the show is that, like, it breaks down kind of like the... It's hitting really close to home with everything that's going on today mm. and today's politics. But, like, mm-hmm. it breaks down and shows really just how, like, business-oriented politics are. Yeah. Like, it really shows that, like, it's really a brand. The brand is your actions for the country. Mm-hmm. Like, that is your brand. Mm-hmm. Like, so how do you have that perceived? What actions do you do that impact your brand? What do you do to repair your brand? Like... And the manipulation of, of like the market data, is the most is is like so glaringly obvious. Which is the crazy part too. It's like, well, you can't do that because the Midwest voters aren't going to go for that. Yeah. It's like, well, why not? It's like, oh, come on, like you need to, you know, you have to pander. You got talk. You have to talk about corn. <laughs> like if you don't talk, if you don't mention corn, you're not going to hit them to something that's relevant to them. So you need to talk about corn. It's like fine. So like, okay, cool. So you have a meeting tomorrow. You're going to eat at your corn on TV. And blah blah blah. And we're gonna go to Philly, and when you get go to Philly, you're gonna have uh, a, a cheesesteak. You're gonna it's gotta go get gotta get it with whiz and this no onions because yeah. you gotta talk to this person later. We don't want onion breath. Oh so my just god! The, yeah, and it, it's also crazy to see what the possibility of an actual presidency could be like. I mean, I don't think anything is ever as dramatic as what the show is, which is yeah. like. World War Three is about to start, and like, there's a nuclear meltdown, and like, there's astronauts that are gonna like die, and like, there's a lot of like close tragedies that are just for the 
the show mm-hmm. because we don't go through that many those many tragedies mm-hmm. like national and international tragedies as often as they say in the show but it's cool to see the chemistry of how people work together mm-hmm. in politics and how again how how weirdly corporate politics are yeah and it's it's I don't know. I, I it's a show that I know if I was younger I wouldn't give a fuck about. Yeah. But now that I'm in my 30s, it's like I definitely like it a lot because it just shows me it also shows me like passion. Mm-hmm. Like people who are actually passionate about. Like you don't often see any any kind of show about people passionate about a job. Yeah. Like even the office wasn't like we love our job at like what is it like uh Dunder Mifflin. Dunder Mifflin. We love our job in it's Scranton, right? Yeah, one of the main <laughs> things of a lot of people's characters is how they are completely not passionate about this job exactly like yeah like i don't i can't think of a show that where it's glorifies people doing their job yeah really um but west wing does yeah it's like these people love their job these people sacrifice their life for the job huh. and you see like divorces you see like issues with their kids you see issue with their spouses you see you see personal uh like you see like dating issues you see how it impacts like everything in their life mm-hmm. and it's weird to see people who are so passionate because they think they're doing the, the right thing for the greater good but it's like it's just it's so weird of a concept to to come to terms with it's like these people are talking about passing this bill but they can't pass the bill because they don't have this clause in and this clause is going to upset these politicians from these states where their constituents want to have something about the bible in them but <laughs> You have these people, you have the majority of people of the government saying, well, we're not going to put stuff about the Bible in this because that's not how government works. Yeah. But you have to for the constituents in order to get these politicians on the on your side. So you have to play this game. You have to have the conversation. It's wild. It's a wild fucking show to it, because it, it draws off of real politics. Mm-hmm. So it, you kind of see like it kind of makes you be like, fuck everybody. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I definitely have this fuck everybody. I, it's all bullshit. Burn it all down. <laughs> Yeah, restart. but um, I would highly advise West Wing if you, um, you don't even ha- you don't even have to like politics, but just to see this weird sacrifice that characters actually do in real life, like yeah. there's people who dedicate their lives to service. Who's it written by again? Andy, uh, I don't know. Allen, someone who's like a famous TV writer. I mean, it's like, got like it's got uh, it's got a lot of awards. They got yeah. three awards. Um. I forget who it's written by, but it's it's like one of the best TV writers of all time. It's got Martin Sheen. Yeah. It's, it's, Rob Lowe. Yeah. Oh, it's a fantastic. Yeah. Um, and also the amount of people that show up in it. Yeah. Christian Chenoweth shows up in it. Um, you have Janine Garofalo mm-hmm. who shows up in it. You have John Bon Jovi. Amazing. Yeah. You just one have my like. favorite actors. You just have like a lot of people who it's like, oh, I had no idea this person would be uh, would be in the show. There's a lot of people also. You're just like, I know that person. Mm. No way. That person's in the show. Um, I know the guy who writes it is a huge fan of Alan Sorkin. Hey, there you go. Yep, that was good. I was gonna say he's a huge fan of this particular actor because I see him in every project that Alan does. Mm. I, it's because he loves him. Um, he's the character with glasses. Um, Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> I got it. Is it? I mean, yeah. we can just look it up. No, so it's you, it's Aaron Sorkin. Are you sure? Yep. I'll I'll put money on it. Okay. <laughs> um. But yeah, I personally would recommend anybody listening. Yeah. If, if you want to see a very unique show, it's a very unique show. There's, I don't think there's any other show like it yeah. that you can find. Question, how like aged does it feel? 
Because that came out in like the late 90s, early 2000s, right? Um, that's like when Sopranos came out, and I really want to watch Sopranos. But I can't get through a couple episodes of it because it feels so nineties. There's, it definitely feels, it definitely feels older. But like, but they have cell phones. Mm. They're not texting as much. They're calling all the time. Yeah, but they do text. Um, they have pagers, which it is dated, but pagers could also be for personal reasons, for security reasons. Yeah, like I'm, I'm fairly certain there's got to be people in government that have pagers, so they get paged to go to a secure line, hospitals to talk. Yeah, so like, yeah. like it's not too dated. Yeah. The most dated thing, and I was joking about this before, the most dated thing about the show is that it puts government and the presidency in particular, they have pedestals. So they have like an expectation of behavior mm. for the president and the chief of staff and the deputy of the, the, the uh, deputy of, uh, or secretary secretary of press or something yeah like secretary of state like there's a weird reverence about these positions Mm -hmm. and that really holds weight when you see it interact and with the current presidency going on which is completely fucking bonkers and carnival is not professional (laughs) bless you is not professional at all yeah where it's just like complete mayhem and i don't give a fuck about what's said yeah it kind of casts it in a light where like a lens where i watch the show and i'm like that's funny because that would never matter today. Yeah. Like that would never matter. Today. Different time. Yeah. It's like, Oh, it's like the president, you know, was raw dogging a porn star. And that became, <laughs> that was like main news and nobody flinched. Yeah. Like that's just fine. <laughs> like, like it's just like, that's whatever. Or like, Oh yeah. Like the president, like in today's times attacked the, the free press. Yep. <laughs> and it's like multiple times. And it's like, that's, in the show, they have such a reverence for the media. Yeah. It's like they have, they, these are the carriers of the First Amendment. These are the yeah. people of, these are the fighters of free speech. And we, we cannot, we cannot avoid them. It's like, what are you going to say to the press? It's like, we have to say something. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. We have to say something to the press. Like, today, it's like, fuck the press. CNN, I hope you like choke on a dick. Like, it's completely different with the Trump presidency. Yeah. But in the show, it's like, well, no, like, we owe the people an explanation, we owe a statement. From yeah. this presidency. The press is going to be there and we need to give them something. Yeah. We can't just ignore them because they represent the American populace and we need to communicate through them. And you see a behavior of relationships forming between characters yeah. with the press because they know that the press is a tool and the press is a necessity. Yeah. So it's like, you know, if you drop a story about this thing for the press, you know, they'll stop asking questions about this other thing when that pops up later on. <laughs> So you see them use the press as a tool, but also there's always a sense of responsibility they have to the press of being like, we need to answer because they represent the people. Mm -hmm. This is the only way we can communicate to the people of the country. So we need to talk to them. Yeah. You need to go out there right now. You, you have 15 minutes. I want you to have a speech out there explaining the situation. It's like 15 minutes. I don't have anything. It's like you go out there, you deny X, Y, and Z, you acknowledge B and C and that's it. You have 15 minutes, get your shit together, talk to Otto and get out there. <laughs> that like, sounds awesome. I want to watch it. It's really cool, but like you see them do it and they're just like, oh fuck, all right, here we go, going to the press room. <laughs> and it, it's completely different to now where like you see press rooms and they're, and they're just like, I have a question about this. And like, oh yeah, well, I'll go fuck yourself. Next question. <laughs> like, like It's such a circus now. So it's, that is different. It's weird that 
today has aged. Yeah. Where today is the weird part, not the show. Because yeah, the got show it, got is it, got it. more normal of how things have always run within government. Yeah. Today is the weird part. You have, yeah. you know, like things being run by tw- through Twitter, like official White House statements via Twitter yeah. instead of, you know, a press briefing. Yeah. Um, so That's it's so different. And, so it, it's, it's, and it's really cool to see how it was handled before, like, the way this presidency has gone, where it's like completely off the cuff, like off the collar, like totally non-professional, we don't care, just whatever kind of uh, attitude towards it all. Mm-hmm. And then the show, complete opposite. Yeah. Complete opposite. So much thought and precision. Yeah. It's like, well, this is going to lead to the press. It's like, yeah, well, you know, like uh, we're going to have to, we're going to have to deny the majority of it because we can't let that out yet. It's like, what do you mean you can't let this out yet? The, the people have the right to know. Yeah. It's like, yeah, well, I'm trying not to instill like mass hysteria about the fact that like <laughs> we are about to have a space station explode because, you know, of a mechanical issue we can't fix. So maybe for now you just don't fucking mention it. Okay. <laughs> maybe for now you just say, hey, we got to get them a ratchet. They're, they don't have a 10 millimeter socket. We're going to, we're setting up a shuttle with a socket and they'll be fine. Maybe you just say that for now. It's like, okay. Compared to today where it's like, Fuck them. If they find out, they find out. Tell them it's not true. You're fake news. And just go from there. Brilliant. <laughs> so you should watch it. It's it's very interesting, especially because uh, the president, the main character. Yeah. Um, Martin Sheen, right? Martin Sheen. Yeah. President Bartlett. He has MS. Oh. So it's very unique because they portray a president. If a president had a physical ailment like a recent president because i know mm-hmm. of course presidents in the past have had mm-hmm. physical ailments but they go through that and how he handles his ms flare-ups yeah and like how it impacts the image of the presidency and like oh they're gonna say he's he's not capable and physically capable of handling the presidency and this is too tough for him and yeah blah 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 how do we spin it and of course the president's pissed he's like i can fucking handle it like yeah so it's it's a really yeah. special dynamic and it's uh it's really cool yeah it's really really cool Cool. I'm going to add it to my list. Yes. Yeah. Yes. My very long list. No. But bump, it's a bump list. it up the list. Bump it up the list. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll make you a deal. <laughs> I'll bump it up the list if you bump Avatar up the list. How far up the list are we talking? One. One? Spot. Move it one spot up the list. So where does West Wing go? I don't know. Third. It's going to be third on my list. After Hannibal... And then Ozark. I think I have to watch Ozark next just to shut up all the people who've told me to watch it, which is the opposite way that you feel about things like Breaking Bad <laughs> That's what and gonna, probably Ozark. That's what I'm going to say. You could just do my approach and just say I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> um, and then I don't know what's after that. So maybe West Wing. Uh, no, that's third, actually. Yeah. Okay. Can so if Hannibal. I do this deal, it bumps up to second. It bumps Avatar up to second? No, it bumps West Wing up to second. Oh, okay. If Fine. I do this deal? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Wait, how long is it, though? Uh, West Wing? Yeah. Seven seasons. Uh, 45-minute episodes, I'm assuming. I think 45. Are they, like, long? Are they drama length? I'm assuming they are. Dramas are... I think they're 45, an hour 50, of 45, 55, yeah. And how many, like, episodes per season? Are we talking, like, 24? 12. Okay. But here's Maybe. the thing, like, you get so wrapped up mm-hmm. in the inertia of it. It's just like... You're like, whoops, I'm on season three. It's more like, whoops, it's one o'clock. Uh, fuck. But like, I really want to know how they're going to handle that. Like, how they're going to handle the press release about, like, Got it. you know, like X, Y, and Z. Or, oh, man, I don't know what they're going to do about this. Or if that breaks, how are they going to handle? What are they going to do to respond to that? Or, yep. Like, yeah, it's... it's That's cool. They do a really... 
it makes sense that it's it's one of the best writers yeah that did it because you can tell it's just the pacing is perfect the characters are great the chemistry yep. is perfect um and the drama it doesn't get old yeah it's just like the scenes get redundant it's like they're walking in the hall again but like you see them constantly working when they do it so yeah. it makes sense but yeah. yeah yeah cool okay all right okay okay all right all right okay Okay. All right. Please stop. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>this our audio test this is the audio test i can never tell you say you don't know which i guess is true because you never really know right i can tell sometimes when you're doing the audio test because we're having a conversation and then you just make it weird (laughs) how do i make it weird you say you don't know (laughs) i don't just i I do that i do that in real life (laughs) not to that extreme Uh, i guess we just don't hang out enough